Would you harbor me? Would I harbor you? Would you harbor me? Would I harbor you? Would you harbor a Christian, a Muslim, a Jew? A heretic, convict, or spy Would you harbor a runaway woman or child A poet, a prophet, a king Would you harbor an exile or a refugee A person living with AIDS Would you harbor a Tubman, a Garrett, a truth, a fugitive, or a slave? Would you harbor a Haitian, Korean, or Czech, a lesbian, or a gay? Would you harbor me? That was Would You Harbor Me by Three Altos off the album Camaradas. And this is Polyrical, a podcast of political music, a soundtrack for the resistance, a topical solution for the political revolution. I want to hear from you. So if you like what you hear or if you don't, email me at polyrical at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at polyrical and check out the website polyrical.com for more. Here is a song, Point the Finger at the Emperor. This is by Ray Hearn. That's H-E-A-R-N-E off the compilation album. Yeah, compilation. It's C-O-M-P-L- No, it's not. Compilation album, Folk Against Fascism, Volume 1. I have been a little lily-livered simperer A wishy-washy-wuss of a whimperer Overwilling to give out every benefit of doubt Even help to dip the brush of the distemperer Now it's time to point a finger at the emperor Point a finger joint at the emperor Open look him in the eye Stand and tell him why And now it's time to point a finger at the Emperor I've been gawping at the gaffers with the big gongs Dancing with the throng to the wrong songs You can party life away, close your mind or even pray You can wallow in a billabong for too long Until it's time Time to point a finger at the Emperor Point a finger joint at the Emperor While he looks as nice as pie, half a million have to die No, it's time Time to point a finger at the Emperor Some of us are numbered, some are numberers Some are dumb and some are stum, some are slumberers Some are ever on the take, others suddenly awake With a weather finger pointed at the Emperor Then it's time Time to point a finger at the Emperor Point a finger joint at the Emperor If it seems a little late, tear your part Call a mate and say it's time Time to point a finger at the Emperor Well you can hum an inferer if you remember Drive a van for Karayan or for Klemper Shuffle on or off a fence Add percentages to pence Or you can stop and point a finger at the Emperor it's time to point a finger at the Emperor 
Point a finger joint at the Emperor. Well, it's late, but better late than never prestidigitate. So elevate those fingers firmly towards the Emperor. Cause it's time to point a finger at the Emperor. Point a finger joint at the Emperor. Fetch the rest of the estate. Everybody congregate and all together point a finger at the Emperor. All together point a finger at the Emperor. All together give the finger to the Emperor. It's time to point a finger at the Emperor. that brings us to the topic of the episode the topic of the episode this episode is illegal immigrants so i went to look for some quotes on illegal immigrants online and the sites that i looked at were extremely one-sided anti-immigrant when it comes to illegal immigrants and i guess that uh shouldn't be a big surprise since in right in the name illegal kind of defines that for so many people. But when you really look at who these individuals are and what they do in our society and for our society, I think you can see a much broader picture. So there was one quote that I found on one of those sites, and it was by Linda Rothstadt, Ronstadt. So uh, I thought it would be good for this episode. And here is the quote by Linda Ronstadt. There should not be a question of legal or illegal immigration. People came and immigrated to this country from the time of the Indians. No one's illegal. They should just be able to come. So kicking off our set on illegal immigrants are a couple tunes with the uh, the title almost right out of that quote. We're going to hear No One Is Illegal by David Rovix off Letter to My Landlord. But before that, No Human Is Illegal by The Wakes off the album Venceramos. Who blames asylum seekers for the state this country's in? Fire another cannonball and adequately worded vitriol. Blame culture leaves its imprint when the paper's in the bin. Now the media dehumanize, victimize, and criticize. Fill up column inches and tell us they know best How British values will corrupt If above our fence we don't put up Providing cannon fodder for a right-wing gutter press No human is illegal And everybody has their worth This is no El Dorado But it's a safer place on earth How many bodies must be washed up on a shore Before you change your mind to what you didn't think before That old bullshit just don't cut it anymore Gotta open up your heart You gotta open up your heart Illegal 
Everybody has their worth Everyone created equal Everybody on this earth No human is illegal Everybody has their worth Every man born on this planet Every woman on this earth I got to Germany, I was, uh, I, w I ended up at a protest within about two hours of landing, and <laughs> that's how it is, and, uh, and there was people with big banner that said, kein Mensch ist illegal, no one is illegal, and they were chanting, uh, I can't remember what the protest was about, but it might have been about refugees, but they were chanting, internationale, solidaritet, I love that chant, it's, it's kind of boring, but it's just the content of it makes up for the lack of style. Clouds gather in your forest, drift to my desert town, I think of far off places, as the rain is coming down You're bent down in the fields Picking fruit there from the vine And it ends up on my table As it moves on down the line The moon shines brightly in the night sky The river flows from south to north With the changing of the seasons The birds migrate back and forth they say that you can't come here, not in the light of day. Somebody has got plans for you, starve at home or hide away. Will we open up the borders, tear down the prison walls, declare that no one is illegal? Watch the giant as it falls. Across these borders, so much is bought and sold. One way goes the gunships, the other comes the gold. Free trade is like a needle, drawing blood straight from your heart. The border's like a prison, keeping friends apart. Will we open up the borders, tear down the prison walls? getting smaller, hear the drowning child crying, why are the fences growing taller, some whisper in the shadows, while others count the dollars, some have suits and ties, others chains and collars, will we open up the borders, tear down the prison walls, declare that no one is ill. Will we stand together, 
for therein lies our might. Will we understand these words? Workers of the world, unite, will we open up the borders? drugs at least but on average a nation's estimated 11 million undocumented immigrants pay 8% of their incomes in state and local taxes every year while it's unlikely to happen in the current political environment undocumented immigrants state and local tax contributions could increase by up to 2.1 billion dollars under comprehensive immigration reform boosting their effective tax rate to 8.6% and while you might think that's on the low side, when you look at the amount of income that the 1% contributes to these same taxes, it's just north of 5% of their income. So those deemed as illegal immigrants in our country pay a higher percentage of their income to taxes in their state and local areas than the 1%. Next song up is by Kanan. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that right. It's K apostrophe N A A N. Uh, the song is called Hamilton Mixtape, and the uh, sorry, the album is called Hamilton Mixtape, and the song is called Immigrants. We get the job done. You know, when it gets into this whole issue of border security, you know, who's going to say that the borders are secure? issue and it's it's really astonishing that in a country founded by immigrants immigrant has somehow become a bad word so the debate rages on and we continue along with that. just like that it's over we tend to our wounded we count our dead black and white soldiers wonder like if this really means freedom not yet i got one job two job three when i need them I got five roommates in this one studio, but I never really see them And we all came America, trying to get a lap dance from Lady Freedom But now Lady Liberty is acting like Hillary Banks with a prenup Man, I was brave, sailing on graves Don't think I didn't notice those tombstones disguised as waves I'm no dummy, here's something funny You could be an immigrant without risking your lives Or crossing these borders with thrifty supplies All you gotta do is see the world with new eyes Immigrants, we get the job done Look how far I come Look how far I come Look how far I come we get the job done Look how far I come Look how far I come Look how far I come Immigrants, we get the job done It's a hard line when you're an import Baby boy, it's hard times when you ain't sent for Braces feed the belly of the beast with they pitchforks Rich chores done by the people that get ignored uh, Ya se armó, ya se despertaron It's a whole awakening La alarma ya sonó hace rato Los que quieren buscan Hustling on every level, ten los datos Walk a mile in our shoes, abrochense los zapatos I've been scoping y'all dudes, y'all ain't been working like I do Why y'all work ya, it hurts ya You claim I'm stealing jobs, oh Peter Piper claimed he picked them He just underpaid Pablo, but there ain't a paper trail When you living in the shadows, we America's ghost riders The credit's only borrowed, it's a matter of time Before the checks all come, but Immigrants, we get the job done Look how far I come Look how far I come Look how far I come we get the job done Look how far I come Look how far I come Look how far I come Immigrants, we get the job Yeah it's America's ghost riders, the credits only borrowed. It's America's ghost riders, the America's ghost riders, the America's ghost riders, the credits only borrowed. Borrow America's ghost riders, the credits only borrowed. It's America's ghost riders, the credits only borrowed. It's America's ghost riders, the credits only borrowed. It's immigrants, we get the job done. 
AOA, immigrants, we don't like that. Nah, they don't play. British Empire strikes back. They're beating us like 808s and hi hats. Our own game of invasion. This ain't Iraq. Who these Fugees? What do they do for me? But contribute new dreams, taxes, and tools, swag, I'm a boot to eat. Who they flee war zones, but the problem ain't ours. Even if our bombs landed on them like the Mayflower. Buckingham Palace, a Capitol Hill. Blood of my ancestors had that all built With an ink you print on your dollar bill Oil you spill, thin red line on the flag You hoist when you kill, but still we just say Look how far I come Hindustan, Pakistan to London To a galaxy far from their ignorance Cause immigrants, we get the job done Por tierra o por agua, identidad falsa Brincamos muros o flotamos en balsa La peleamos como Sandino en Nicaragua Somos como las plantas que crecen sin agua Sin pasaporte americano Porque la mitad de Gringolandia es terreno mexicano Hay que ser bien hijo de puta Nosotros les sembramos el árbol Y ellos se comen la fruta Somos los que cruzaron Aquí vinimos a buscar el oro que nos robaron Tenemos más trucos que la policía secreta Metimos la casa completa en una maleta Con un pico, una pala y un rastrillo Te construimos un castillo Como es que dice el coro cabrón Immigrants, we get the job done Look how far I come Documentos 
Mírame a los ojos para que leas mi acento Prohibido como la droga, ilegal como un nazi en una sinagoga Contraindicado, clandestino, lo identificable, lo contamino Más de 600 millones de personas gritando luz verde para invadir Arizona No necesito diplomas, lo que aprendí lo viví y lo almaceno en mis neuronas Las experiencias son mis talleres, la vida es un estudio desde que se nace hasta que se muere Así crucé para el norte buscando buena vida, componente vacío de materia consumida Dejé a mi abuela sola para besarle el culo a Ronald McDonald y tomar Coca-Cola Todos somos ilegales 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 Wrapping up our set on illegal immigrants, that was Outer National off of Todos Somos Illegals with We Are All Illegals. And here are a few words from Noam Chomsky. This uh, speech or this talk was from back in 1990, so there are some political references from that time. But the bulk of the message is as I say too often, as important now as it was back when he initially gave this talk. This is called Propaganda Terms in the Media and What They Mean. In political discourse, every term has two meanings. You've got to start by recognizing that. So democracy has an official meaning, which is something like you know, the ability of the public to take part in running their own affairs or something. But it also has a technical meaning the one that's actually used. Uh, something is a democracy if it's run by the business classes. If, if business runs it, especially business elements that are supportive of U.S. interests, then it's a democracy. If not, it's not a democracy. It doesn't matter. Nothing else matters virtually. Uh, you'll check, you'll notice that this criterion works quite perfectly for identifying democracy. Uh, same is true of the term peace process. It has a dictionary meaning. In the dictionary meaning, a peace process is some kind of process that's trying to lead towards peace. But it also has a technical meaning. Uh, the technical meaning, in its technical meaning, it refers to whatever the United States happens to be advocating at a particular moment. Uh, uh, whatever diplomatic initiatives the United States is advocating, that's the peace process. Uh, notice it follows that it's a logical impossibility for the United States to be opposed to the peace process. That's a nice consequence. Uh, you, to, to prove that the United States is for peace, you don't have to do any laborious inquiry into the annoying facts, because it's true by definition. Since the peace process is whatever the United States is up to, the United States is always supporting peace. And the U.S. enemies are always opposed to peace, uh, because they're not supporting what the U.S. is up to, and by definition that means uh, 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 they're opposed to peace. Uh, you'll never find in the U.S. media, or for that matter in U.S. scholarship, for the most part, any such phrase as the United States is opposing the peace process, or the United States is trying to block the peace process. You can't find such statements because they'd be logical contradictions. Actually, I made this statement in a talk in Seattle a couple of months ago, and there is a media analysis group in the graduate school there, and a couple of weeks later I got a letter from somebody saying he was kind of intrigued, so he did a data-based study of the New York Times over 10 years, and he found, I don't know, like 900 references to peace process and checked them all out. And in fact, there's not one case where the United States was opposed to the peace process. It's pretty remarkable because that was a period when the United States was trying to undermine the, uh, di diplomatic negotiations and settlement in Central America and in the Middle East and so on. Notice that it's pretty remarkable. Even the most sublime state, you'd expect that it wouldn't always be in favor of the police peace process, maybe just by error or misunderstanding. But in the case of the United States, it's I, th I suspect it's 100%. You might check and see if you can find any exception. And the reason is, it's just true by definition, since the peace process is whatever we do. 
Uh, now, there are two major examples of peace processes in process now. One of them's in the Middle East and one's in Central America. There's no time to go through the details, but if you look, you'll notice that in the Middle East, the United States has been trying to block a diplomatic settlement for the of the Arab-Israeli conflict for the past 20 years, and it's still trying to block it. And in this, it's virtually isolated in world opinion. That's exactly what's going on now. Uh, if you like, I'll give you some details. I have a detailed discussion of it in the current issue of Z Magazine, if you're interested. Uh, but I think it's quite clear. Nevertheless, the discussion is the United States is trying to advance the peace process. Uh, there's another peace process going on in Central America, which is no less interesting. Uh, I'll read you from the front page of the New York Times today. Uh, the lead story in the New York Times today, which I picked up on the airplane, says U.S. envoy urges Hondurans to let the Contras stay. Okay, let them stay in Honduras. They're trying to kick them out. And then comes a long story, and you turn to the second page, the continuation page, and it says, on its face, the administration proposal to keep the Contras in place would seem to be inconsistent with the spirit of the regional peace agreement, which calls for their relocation. But administration officials say there's no inconsistency. Well, that's about as close as you can come. You know, on its face, it seems to be inconsistent with the spirit of the peace agreement. Well, the peace agreement is quite explicit. Uh, the 1987 peace agreement, which the United States has succeeded in undermining and destroying, says explicitly uh, that the one indispensable element in obtaining peace in the region is the end of any form of support, logistical, military, propagandistic, etc., for irregular forces like the Contras. Now, it's not it doesn't seem to be inconsistent in, with the spirit, but it's flatly inconsistent with the words uh, to keep the Contras in place. Uh, well, the same is true of everything else about that. Uh, the, there was a, uh, there's, uh, that was the 1987 peace agreement, which the United States tried to undermine and did undermine with the support of the media. Uh, but there are others. There's a, uh, the, right now there's a debate going on on so-called humanitarian aid to the Contras. Well, uh, the term humanitarian aid has a meaning. Uh, in fact, the World Court in its decision defines humanitarian aid. Uh, it, you look up paragraph 243 of the World Court decision, and it defines humanitarian aid as aid given for the hallowed purposes of the Red Cross, namely to relieve human suffering, uh, and crucially, it says, aid that is given without discrimination to civilians on all sides of any conflict. Only under such conditions does anything qualify as humanitarian aid. Well, that means all the stuff given is called humanitarian aid has nothing to do with humanitarian aid. It's military aid. But you'll never find this discussed in the media. I doubt if you can find one reference to this in the media. So now we're talking about humanitarian aid that's going to be voted, the Bush administration hopes, to keep the Contras in place in violation of the 1987 agreement. Well, there was also a Central American President's Agreement just last month. And that said something, too. It said the Contras have to be relocated away from Honduras. So this is flatly inconsistent with that, not the spirit, but the wording. Uh, furthermore, uh, there was a ceasefire agreement between Nicaragua and the Contras last March over the deep objections of the United States last March 23rd. And that ceasefire agreement has some very specific terms in it. It says that aid can continue to go to the Contras in uh, ceasefire zones, all of which are in Nicaragua, when provided by a neutral agency. That's what the wording of the agreement says. Congress passed legislation right after that sent to send what they call humanitarian aid to the Contras, but if you look at the legislation, it says specifically that it must be in accord with the ceasefire agreement and it must be in accord with the Central American Peace Agreement. Well, that means that the only aid that Congress could legally send to the, to the Contras in accordance with its own legislation is aid given by a neutral agency, like the Red Cross, uh, to Contras in ceasefire zones inside Nicaragua. Uh, that's not just my interpretation. The ceasefire agreement also specified an international official in charge of monitoring the agreement. It's the Secretary General of the Organization of American States. He wrote a letter to, President, to Secretary of State George Shultz stating that the aid that the United States was sending was inconsistent with the ceasefire agreement, and he was, wanted to call the attention of the Secretary of State to this serious violation of the ceasefire agreement and the congressional legislation. That was never reported. 
uh, Congress proceeded to send the aid. Uh, the neutral agency that they selected was USAID, State Department subsidiary. That's the, US, that's the neutral agency. And they're sending it illegally to Honduras. In fact, the aid that they're sending is not only incon flatly inconsistent with the Central American Peace Agreement, it's even inconsistent with Congress's own legislation. That's pretty tricky. You'll never find one word of discussion about this. This is against the background of years of the United States trying to undermine every effort at political settlement of, that, of those conflicts, whether they were uh, through the Contadora group of Latin American democracies or the United Nations or the Security Council where the United States vetoed resolutions calling on all states to support international law and so on. And it continues. But nevertheless, according to the media, uh, the press, the United States government is supporting the peace process. Well, I'm suggesting that wherever you look, if you look closely, you'll find exactly the same thing. Uh, you'll find quite a remarkable degree of civility and subordination to established power, uh, particularly remarkable because there's no force behind the, there's no authority that can impose force. This is willing subservience, not compelled subservience. Uh, and the kind that, in fact, flows, I think, just from the, the logic of the institutions for the reasons that I mentioned. Well, let me return finally to a prediction of the propaganda model that I mentioned already, namely that however well confirmed it is, uh, it cannot be part of the discussion. It's going to, got to remain outside the spectrum of uh, debate in respectable circles, uh, maybe with some very marginal exceptions. Uh, the reasons are the ones I mentioned. They're pretty obvious. That conclusion, again, is quite well established empirically, and I think we may assume with fair degree of confidence that that will continue to be the case. So after those few words from Noam Chomsky, we are on to our artist of the episode. The artist of the episode is a new artist. Uh, they've been together for a couple of years now, um, writing and performing songs over in the UK, not sure where else they've they may have toured outside of the UK, but this group is the Commoners Choir, and they just released their first album on September 1st, that album came out, uh, so there's some great songs I have for you coming up, and more to come in the future. From the Commoners Choir website, this is their manifesto. This will be a choir unlike any other. We won't do covers of popular songs or of unpopular songs. Come to that. We'll sing in usual and unusual places, in concert halls, at festivals, on demonstrations, on mountaintops, at cabarets, in churches, in galleries and museums, anywhere, with an audience and a reason to sing. We'll rehearse until we're brilliant. We'll share out the organizing, share any money we get for performing, share ideas about how we operate, and share a responsibility for the choir. We'll sing about the world around us, about inequality and unfairness, and about the things that need changing. The words we sing will be angry and clever, but we'll sing them with as much harmony, melody, and earworms as we can muster. We'll be disciplined and organized. Rehearsals and concerts will be a mixed-up, uneven balance of hard work and laughter. We'll be explicitly political and committed to what we sing about. We'll make albums and videos. We'll be involved in projects and collaborations, and we'll make sure to shout about ourselves whenever possible. We'll be peculiar, memorable, feisty, celebratory, witty, angry, and inclusive. And their debut album is called Commoner's Choir. So here is Commoner's Choir from the album Commoner's Choir with Robin Hood in reverse. I want to know who are the faceless criminals stealing the world's greatest works of art? Why are they doing it? And why does so little ever return? Oh, the conjurer's art, the salesman's pitch. Knights Bridge junkies getting their fix. Victoria and Albert, hands in the till, for a few more snaps on the windowsill. So keep your eyes on your eyes and your hands on your purse. 
Here comes Robin Hood in reverse. And it's all sewn up, stitch by stitch. Take from the poor and give to the rich. Oh, what a picture, what a picture, until you pum 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 pum, stick it in London Museum. Ladies and gentlemen, we have some fine and beautiful works on offer today. Well preserved and cheap at half the price. A fine selection of masterpieces to hang beside your framed selfies. All at giveaway prices. Now, what am I bid for this collection? Ah, yes, we have an offer from over here. Going to the bejeweled lady in the large green hat. Going once, going twice. A one, two, three, four. Libraries, galleries, museums and mills. If the cuts don't get you the capital will. Take the high speed two to the garden bridge. Cos we don't need nice things out in the sticks. So keep your eyes on your eyes and your hands on your purse. Here comes Robin Hood in reverse. And it's all sewn up, stitch by stitch. Take from the poor and give to the rich. Oh, what a picture, what a picture. Um, diddly, um, bum, 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 bum. Stick it in London Museum. Oh, what a picture. This moorland has been burned deliberately so that there's lots of food for grouse here. It's a driven grouse moor. After burning, when it rains very hard, this land doesn't hold up the water and it rushes off very quickly. Bad news if you live in places like the Calder Valley in West Yorkshire, where in 2012 you were flooded twice, and again in 2015. Bit of a paradox, really, that people come up here to have fun shooting red grouse and at the same time cause an enormous amount of misery for the people living down there. To the Clyde, there's a river of anger. 
the commoners choir singing the people's armada and here's another piece off of their website that kind of goes a little deeper into their manifesto and what they're all about and what they stand for and it starts off with a nice crossover referencing leon rosselson Leon Rosselson recently wrote a short and beautiful plea for us British activists and demonstrators to get in step with the melodic, tuneful, and imaginative songs from protests from around the world. The article is inspiring, partly a potted history of protest song and partly an admonition for us to get creative. He tells of how, quote, in Soweto, women and children sang as they were shot down by the police. The Viet Cong carried song sheets into battle with them. Civil rights demonstrators in the state sang as they were being attacked by Alsatian dogs, fire hoses, and billy clubs because it made them feel it made them feel less alone, less afraid. The importance of the new song movement in Chile can be gauged by the lengths the junta went to destroy it. And Rosselson also talks of the quote silence at the heart of the labor movement. Perhaps that's going too far. There is noise. It's just that the noise is mostly well-worn and dry. At a recent demonstration in Leeds, several thousand people protesting against Trump's Muslim travel ban, a group of us in the Commoners Choir struck up some of our own songs and were surprised how quickly people gathered and walked with us, learned the gist of the songs, and joined in. It was what we suspected. There's an inclusive sense of welcome in a melody. Melody, and let's be brave, harmony, doesn't have to imply sweetness and light. Melody can carry anger as well as any chant. When our choir sings of wanting Boris Johnson's head on a stick, we do it with a tune that at best has you smiling and swaying rather than dissecting and debating the political effectiveness of beheading politicians. It's not the British people aren't able to sing communally. People sing well enough at football matches. I've listened as relatively complex words are learned by heart by thousands of people without the use of choir leaders or sheet music. Martin Carthy calls football terrace songs, quote, the one surviving embodiment of an organic living folk tradition. At pop concerts, we love our mass sing-alongs, wallowing in the tangible, spine-tingling power of our shared voices. And there are choirs springing up all over the place, indulging our rekindling love of a lung-bursting sing-song. Choirs pop up at lots of demonstrations, too, handing out song sheets and encouraging a more creative and tuneful protest. Street and community choirs that meet to sing at protests and demos. But somehow our protest culture, with all its diversity of tactics and methods from sit-ins to marches, strikes to riots, vigils to blockades, is still in the main, soundtracked by SWP megaphones and one-note barking. So we had an idea. We thought it would be useful and community-minded and a challenge and fun, never forget fun, to write some original songs specifically for singing on protests, short and easy to pick up. 
No need for printed out words with rhythms that fit with the left-right beat of walking. Songs about stuff that's in the news right now that might go out of date very quickly. So let's make them disposable, expendable. Sing them and move on. Songs without verse-chorus, verse structures, just simple, catchy snatches of ideas that can cycle round, appear, and disappear before being discarded. The idea is called a sing-along protest, and we're aiming to write, record, and put out a song every month for as long as we can muster. And they do have two songs up already, so check out commonerschoir.com and see more about the Commoners Choir. These next two songs are not those two songs. These are off the album, Commoners Choir. And first, we're going to have the have-nots and the haves. You're sick on stage, you spit at the audience and so on. I mean, how can this be a good example to children? Well, people are sick everywhere. People are sick and fed up of this country, telling them what to do. Unexpected item in bagging area. Remove this item before continuing. You don't need charts. You don't need graphs to see the gap between the have-nots and the haves. You don't need to measure in inches and feet the gulf that separates the mansion from the street. Some get bonuses to piss against the wall. Some don't get anything at all. You don't need charts, you don't need graphs to see the gap between the have-nots and the haves. You don't need a sermon, you don't need a song to know that some folks get it all and some get none. You don't need the papers or the nine o'clock news to know that some are born to win and some to lose. Some get bonuses to piss against the wall. Some don't get anything at all. You don't need a sermon. You don't need a song to know that some folks get it all and some get none. You don't need to count up all the profit and loss to see the distance from the worker to the boss. You don't need an eaten education or your daddy's wealth. To know that some will care for all and some for self. Some get bonuses to piss against the wall. Some don't get anything at all. You don't need an eaten education or your daddy's wealth. To know that some will care for all and some for self. Britain is not such a fair country after all. The fact is that the richest 20% have 60% of all the wealth. That's almost twice as much as everyone else put together. And the richest 1%? Well, they're off the scale. You don't need to read Marx to know what's wrong. You don't need to read music to sing a song. Life is going to start when I find myself living in a proper civilized society where young people stand up when they feel that some injustice is done because they don't. People don't stand up. They will not stand up. They sit back and they say, oh, this is a great pity, and that's that. So everybody likes the idea of somebody getting up and fighting back, but the trouble is pessimism means that most people think there's no point in being that one. Get off your ass! Get off your ass! Get off your ass! Get off your ass! 
something, get off your arse and do 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 something, get off your arse, get off your arse, get off your arse, get off your arse, get off your knees and stand up, let's get off your knees and stand up. Get off your nice and stand up, let's 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 get off your nice and stand up, you have to say it like that. It has an exclamation point at the end. That's the name of that last song. Once again, that was The Commoner's Choir, and the album is The Commoner's Choir, just out. So check for that where you find music. And next up, from the album Where Are the Barricades, which actually does contain a song called Where Are the Barricades, kind of similar sentiment to Get Off Your Arse. Uh, this is by Leon Rosselson, tying back together with the quote from the commoners choir and this song is called looters and i find this song interesting take where we've got, we've had uh, hurricane harvey in texas we've got hurricane irma as i record this uh devastating the coast after ripping through the caribbean and devastating some islands there completely and uh, bouncing along the coast as a Category 5 hurricane of Cuba, which we didn't hear very much about in the uh, news here in the U.S. Um, Irma is now across the Florida Keys and is look to, looking to probably tear up the west coast of Florida as it loses some of its strength. But this Irma is the one of the strongest, actually, I think, the strongest recorded hurricane uh, at its peak. Um, in any event, with the devastation of those types of disasters, uh, we do sometimes get looters. This song by Leon Rosselson is called Looters, and it starts out with a take on those kind of uh, individuals that you think of when you think of looters because the media has trained you that looters are particular individuals that act out in illegal ways and take advantage of situations uh but leon takes the term in a much broader direction before the song is over here is leon rosselson with looters <laughs> Criminality, pure and simple, decent people all agree Looting shops and burning buildings Didn't you watch it on TV? Cameras, sports bands, close computers, mobile phones and branded shoes Flat screen TVs, playstations Cigarettes and bottles of booze You smash up the shops and you get free stuff It's all about the money nowadays In it Classes on the rampage, moral panic in the press Beat them, burst them, hang them, shoot them Looters deserve nothing less But why the anger, why the outrage, why the demonising hate Aren't they just following in the footsteps Of those who made this country great You smash up the shops and you get free stuff It's all about the money nowadays Straight now there's a looter plundering the Spanish main Burning towns and looting treasures Pride of England scourge of Spain Was rewarded with a knighthood Looters deserve nothing less Made himself a tidy fortune And lots of dos for good Queen Bess You smash up the shops and you get free stuff It's all about the money nowadays In it
alive in the East India Company Fattened on the spoils of war Taxed the peasants into famine Found India rich and left it poor If the natives dared rebel Their imperial masters made them pay Tied them to the cannon's muzzle Blew them flesh and bones away You smash up the shops and you get free stuff It's all about the money nowadays In it British Empire built on looting, grab the land and make the laws Then everything the land produces, coffee, diamonds, gold is yours So we got sugar, cotton, spices, rubber, tin, tobacco, tea They got cricket and the Bible and our royal family You smash up the shops and you get free stuff, it's all about the money nowadays In it Museums plundered treasures on display that gold crown looted from Magdala. Admire it at the VA. The Rosetta Stone, the Elgin Marbles, Neil McGregor's Benin plaque, a history of the world in loot. Isn't it time we gave them back? You smash up the shops and you get free stuff, it's all about the money nowadays. In it. Looting, a great British pastime, the upper classes loot myself, bankers, tycoons, city gamblers, siphon off the nation's wealth. Centuries of high class looting, payback time is overdue, hype up pins into the Knightsbridge. What out? This time it could be you. You smash up the shops and you get free stuff, it's all about the money nowadays. In it. And that will just about wrap up this episode of Polyrical, the topical solution for the political revolution. Remember, email me at polyrical at gmail.com. Follow at Polyrical on Twitter and support this podcast by making a monthly pledge. Not a pledge. Making a monthly pledge on patreon.com slash unrelated things. Heading out this episode, we have Tom Morello, the Night Watchman off the album The Fabled City with Whatever It Takes. Let's